Hey, Oban, yeah. if people want additional, more sexy content mm-hmm. of us, where should they go? Oh, well, they should go to our Patreon. Ooh, they could become part of our Discord community, mm-hmm. Ask Me Anything, and an additional bonus, bonus episode. And I've heard that someone has told me that sometimes there's some fun little sexy content that comes in every once in a while, too. I plead the fifth. Where should they go? They should check out True North Dom, D-O-M-M-E dot com. And click our support us Patreon. Love it. You are now listening to the True North Dom podcast. A discussion of all things kink, fetish, DS, and sexual curiosities. Have your safe word ready, kinky friends, as you join your hosts, Madam Red and Oban. yourself i am loving your new place we're in a new studio everybody yay actually it'll be a legit studio once um so one of my professional clients is giving me a nice executive desk so i'm gonna throw it over there behind you and then hang our banner and if anyone didn't know, my face is out there now from mm-hmm. the gamers get pegged. Mm, that was a good video. I, I've sold quite a bit of copies. I know. We talked about that. Yeah. Here, we described that one last week. And, yeah. So go on. So we're probably going to be doing live shows. We're fucking going to do live shows. We're going to do some live shows. And we got yeah. the equipment now. We got the, the we got light. The space. Like you got your own space. So tell me how much debauchery you've done in your own space now. <laughs> it's been two weeks of no sleep. <laughs> I, I look like I'm 50 now. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. But what I do love is I'm sitting here uh, on the microphone looking at various <laughs> photos of naked women all over your apartment. E- right on the fridge. Yes, there's strap-on sex on my fridge. Yeah, you've got like an adult coloring picture of this of this hot chick. Pegging or stra- strap that was on a gift fucking from my girlfriends. Yeah, fucking this other girl <laughs> for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's and then there's my a living theme. Room's got a lot of kink. Yeah. Vintage kink photos, and then did you notice my Wi-Fi password? So, well, we won't say the password, but your your Wi-Fi name was I love pegging men. Totally. Tell us, have fun hooking that up. <laughs> you know that everyone that like is in this building is like. <laughs> Oh, when he changed it, he's like, today is probably the most interesting day of my life of work. Do you think, I mean, these neighbors of yours. I don't give a fuck what they think. Oh my God, they're going to have some interesting (laughs) They're probably like, where is she? (laughs) 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 My asshole's thirsty. (laughs) Which one is it? I hope it's the hot one in 1-0. Beep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you giving your address out? <laughs> uh, are we going to get you drunk in this episode? <laughs> two nope. Naraman and Nut Browns in. I know. It's going to be a loosey goosey one. So, uh, what else has been going on? Anything anything fun? Anything interesting? Um, yeah, a lot's been going on. So, I'm Daddy Red, and I identify as a dominatrix. I am Oban, and I identify currently as a submissive. Soon to be Daddy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> mm, I've been talking. Ah, uh, shit. 
Honestly, no. All the fun happened in the last episode. I, I did thought the, you had a story for me. I had the hot springs, and then Didn't I you go did, to um, something with the police? Oh, <laughs> yes. So I just moved in my apartment. Internet got hooked up, and I finally could custom orders for my OnlyFans. And a request uh, from an OnlyFans was me to be in all black latex. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then wear my big black strap-on cock. Okay, go so on, I'm just go ready on. to custom make this film for this guy. Right, right. To get paid work. And all of a sudden my phone goes off. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Who's calling me? It's like 11.45 p.m. at night. Mm. So I'm like, hello. And they're like, you called the RCMP. So anyone who's not from Canada, the RCMP stands for the Royal Mounted Canadian Police, essentially. Royal Canadian Mounted Police, yeah. So I'm like, "Uh, nope, I didn't call. And she goes, well, we need to be let in the building. Unfortunately, we live in the West Coast. There's a lot of drug addicts, homelessness, mental illness. It's a world thing. It's not just the world Well, thing. it's really bad here in, True. like, California, Seattle, Portland, Oregon, yeah, yeah. Vancouver, <clears throat> and Okanagan. Like, it's a West Coast thing, I've yep. noticed. We, yeah. we don't have that shit in Chicago. You can just, just kill them? There's not drug needles laying on the ground in Chicago like it is in Vancouver. Okay, yeah. Chicago. Chicago is like, isn't it like the, one of the capital murder capitals? We don't have drug needles <laughs> laying on the sidewalks, and we're not a socialist company. Oh, my God. Country. Okay. And no more politics. Go okay. on. Okay. So I'm like, well, I need to make sure that you say who you are, because mm-hmm. I'm not just going to open our Great. building Randomly. to some random no, stranger. No, of course not. And thank God I didn't put my strap on. But I am in a hood. <laughs> I am in a black corset, yeah. black latex pants, black gloves, black top. No completely latex dolled. Right. None of my neighbors know who the fuck I am. (laughs) I'm the new girl. So I walk down there. Lo and behold, it really is the RCMP. Oh my God. (laughs) So you were full latex. Full latex. About ready to do a custom video. And I opened the door and I was like, well, you're really the RCMP. And she goes, are you Natalie? And I said, nope. Did you call us? And I said, nope. And she goes, well, we had your apartment room number as a call. And I was like, I didn't call you, but you're the RCMP, so I'll let you in. And they just kind of looked at me like not even phased and went about their business and turned the opposite direction of the hallway. So I don't know if I was someone's anonymous, Uh, Uh, but it was was pretty interesting. So your neighbors know you now. Uh, if any of them were up at 11.45 oh and God. saw me walking down. <laughs> I would have loved it if you still had your strap on. Yeah. Would you walk with the strap on? Fuck no, I'd take it off. Yeah, There's children okay. in this building. Yeah. Right. It's bad enough I had my back patio door open because I was mm-hmm. painting. Yeah. And my dog just kind of goes in and out. He's mm-hmm. obedient. He stays within his boundaries. Mm-hmm. And some seven-year-old Are those negotiated girl, boundaries? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She licks me. She lets me lick the egg yolk off the plate. Thank you, miss. <laughs> so this little seven-year-old girl just walks in my what? apartment. What? And she's like, hi. And I was like, uh. And here I have two suitcases just full of dicks. Why do <laughs> just looking at her i was like honey you can't do that no you're invading my privacy this is this your is neighbor. a, a grown-up okay. oh my god your neighbors must like, know about you already how? 
She's like, mommy. Who doesn't teach their kid about the icky man? I could be a pedophile. <sighs> She's going to be mommy. So I went into this place and just great penises. Great. I don't think she saw them. But I was like, you just don't waltz in someone's uh, It's bigger apartment. than Joey's penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, you'd be like, this is Nancy. Bigger than baby brother. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, that was an interesting... Okay, so um, you have had some interesting fun. Yeah, not like in, a f- in its yeah. own little quirky kink way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Mine's been pretty quiet. I've just been uh, hanging around some friends and having some nice time. But uh, I've done that too. I've got to hang out with some people nice. and have a nice fire and some drinks. And Yeah, it's uh, nothing too exciting. COVID got even stricter here now, our restrictions. So. So there's even a bit more <clears throat> stuff going on. So, oh, whatever. So that's why we're here. We're queer, and we're talking about kink, uh, kink, and totally. pegging, and all the good stuff. So much pegging. You know, I gotta say that episode we did last uh, last time on uh, STIs was a good episode. I really liked that one. It was probably our most serious episode. It for was. Sure. I think. Yeah, it, I think. But I think it was good, and it needed to be had because it's something a yeah. lot of people conflict with about. It is, and I think. I mean, if anyone is listening and you get a chance to listen to that, definitely uh, listen to that out. I think there's some really great suggestions. You were very open. Uh, totally which is, open. Yeah. Very so good. So when very I'm nice. probably on Bumble or Field or any right. dating site Hinge, right. and they're like, "What do you do for a living?" and I mention my podcast, I'm probably gonna hear. We're gonna hear that. Everything about my sex life. Well, so that's not an uncommon. <laughs> Let's lay the cards on the table. I know, bitch. Boom. I know. So we've Full got Full House. We've got a pretty uh, interesting interview today. Yeah, I got to um, meet Sean, who's mm-hmm. part. Um, he owns Sinners and Pervs. He is a latex designer and creator, and he's designed some great pieces for Dominatrix Damazonia mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Samantha Fox. So yep. he's he's made he makes Samantha some great Mac. pieces. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry. Wrong I mean, person. just some Wrong amazing, person. amazing stuff. Yeah, very creative. Well, it was neat. I got to hang out with him. He, um, mm-hmm. I met him through our sponsors, Switch Kitchen, because he's made some pieces for Switch Kitchen, and that's kind of how I got intertwined and introduced to him. And no, he kind of showed me his, um, as he was patching up my cat suit that I got a hole in from creating my pro-dom video, he, um, it was just neat, just how he had the latex stored. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like, you know, like Mr. Rogers, you go and he <laughs> takes you into, that's what it felt like. Like I got to see the patterns right. being made and how yeah. the latex is stored. You saw how the hot dog's made. Totally. And right. like his tables and his workspace right. and then the other room, his like actual store where mm-hmm. it's like the pieces hanging and stuff. And it was just really cool hearing about his journey and right. how it came to be, which we'll discuss more with him. Yeah, I really podcast. look forward to I mean, you know me, I want to talk about anything about latex, so... I look forward to that it. That dude's a go-getter. He, like, mm-hmm. when I went over there, he's mm-hmm. doing latex, and he's, like, fixing his hat. Like, he just, like, hands-on does yeah. everything yeah. when yeah. it comes to, like, creating and yeah. making things with his hands. Yeah. Really and, cool And he loves latex. Oh, he loves it all. He all just, right. he's really crafty. Well, uh, why don't we call him up and listen and have a chat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sinners and perps. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Switch Kitchen. Raw ingredients, always fresh, 100% orgasmic. 
Switch Kitchen is your source of premium kink fetish porn made right here in Canada. You can find them at switchkitchen.xyz or on Pornhub, ManyVids, Twitter, and Instagram. Fulfill some of your sexual curiosities. Check them out today. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, Great. how are you? Very good. Very nice to meet you. Oh, nice man. to meet you too. Um, so I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, but I know that Red has. Yes. You fixed my latex. Thank you. <laughs> my purple catsuit. Um, so maybe before we get into conversation, can you tell us a little bit of your kink pedigree and, and uh, some of your, what do you do? Uh, as far as latex goes or just in general? Well, we'll talk about latex and in general, anything. Um, I mean, latex, uh, I've been doing it for about 23 years. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of fell into it, actually. I, um, I had a girlfriend at the time, and she had started working at this new job. And she came home one day and said, oh, I got this job making this clothing out of latex. And I, at the time, I had no idea what it was. But she described it to me, and I was like, I want your job. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, about uh, a couple weeks later, she she came over and was like, hey, I, so I did something. I hope you're not mad at me. And I was like, so of course, my head starts racing. Like, oh, my God, right. did you on me? Like, what's going on? Right. Yeah. That's a whole <laughs> and, way to start a conversation, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So she was like, oh, I, I got you a job interview. Sweet. So yeah, it was great. So I went down there and met with them. They, it was a good match for all of us. Um, and I'd start off making the, the collars and cuffs and just using a lot of scrap material that they couldn't use for full clothing. Right. And uh, that's how I start off. Wow. Just making all the, the, the bondage wear, as it were. Yes. And then slowly worked into the clothing department side of it. And do you, do you do it yourself now? This is your own operation now? Yeah, it's just solely me. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And are there, would we know anyone that has worn some of your stuff? Absolutely. Um, Shout them out, Sean. Shout them out. God, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people that have worn my stuff. Um, I, can't, I can't think of anyone that's like huge off the top of my head. You guys put me on the spot here. Um, of course. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you probably have seen some of my stuff on people, maybe not yeah. realizing where it's from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I have people all over the world that have my clothing or hardware or bags. My backpacks are pretty popular. Yes. Side pouches. Um, yeah, I'm probably more known for making um hardware type mm. stuff yeah but um no I do, I do a lot of custom clothing that's probably about 90 percent of my stuff is, right. is, is you custom. did make a some of damazonia's yes okay. yeah i was just trying to i'm trying to yeah. talk and think at the same time of who's been wearing my stuff yes damazonia oh. i made her a gown for um vfw a couple years ago yeah Love that dress. Uh, I made uh, Samantha Max wedding dress Ooh, last year. Yes. Yeah, she looks amazing in that. Um, trying to think of other big names that you would. Um, I mean, I, I make a bunch of stuff for uh, Evelyn Thirteen. Nice, yeah. nice people. Uh, anyone that's listening, uh, Sin City out here on the West Coast, you could actually do a lot of that stuff online. You could see Evelyn runs that lots of times, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's very cool. So um, now you're, what, what do you, what, what would you call your style of, of latex? What would, how would you describe it? Um, that's a good one. I haven't actually thought about that. Um, I guess on the, on the part of it would be more robust. I mean, like my, my harnesses are generally 1.6, 1.8 mil thick. Yeah. Like they're, they're heavy rubber. Um, right. some of my right. backpacks, they're 1.6. Um, a lot, I, I like the heavier feel mm -hmm. for, for accessories and stuff like that. Like it's got a nice weight to it. Like chunkiness kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. The flexibles, they're, they're nice, thick. They're yeah. not flimsy. Like they're, they're a heavy rubber. Yeah. Um, as far as the clothing side of it goes, uh, it all depends. I mean, cat suits I like in, in the thinner gauge, like a 0 0.4, 0 0.45, they're, they're stretchier. Yeah. It, uh, I, I don't really have a style that I could classify it as, but when you see my stuff, people tend to know it's my stuff. Very cool. So when you're doing, like, what is it that you like? Why is it that you like working with latex as a medium? What do you enjoy about it? Um, the one thing I do like about it is that it's not just clothing. Like, I'm not just making a pair of panties or a top. Like, yes. Because I, I literally make everything under the sun. Yeah. Um, it's not the same thing every day. Like some days I'll make backpacks, right. some days I'll make a flogger or bondage mittens or a harness yeah. or panties or catsuit. Like it's, it's not the same thing every day. Yeah. So that keeps me interested. Like I've, I've had other jobs where you just do the same kind of one thing all the time. And it's right. very creative and hands-on. So even if I have a job where it's, it's kind of the same monotonous thing over on my when I'm at home, I'll creatively make other stuff. Right. I, I just always need an outlet. Yeah. When you're col uh, collaborating on a custom piece, what do you enjoy with that? Like, do you do you like to kind of have free reign, or do you like to take someone else's idea, or or how do you kind of work with your customs? Uh, I like a little bit of everything. Like, if a customer says to me, "Oh, I want this uh, particular skirt," I I don't really want to be copying other people's designs. Correct. Right. I will say like, I, I, can't, I can't do that. I can make a variation of that sort of thing if you want. Um, it's always nice when uh, I have a customer that's like, oh, I have an idea. Here's a few pictures. At least give me an idea to go in the direction that you want. So I have some sort of idea what you want made. Right. Um, but I do get a lot of creative freedom from most of my clients, which right. is nice. But um, a little bit of direction is is good to just so it kind of narrows down the the scope of what I'm making for them. Mm -hmm. One thing that I noticed, Sean, when I was at your shop, and I I don't know much, you know, about the the creation of latex and stuff. And it was great when you gave me like a tour on the patterns and the different um, thickness of the latex and different styles. But it was really neat seeing when you made that latex plaid skirt and you said that you painted each one of those lines to that plaid skirt to make that uh, plaid. That yeah, that was really cool. And the, the torpedo uh, bra there. Yes, yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, yeah, that was uh, the, the plaid latex. I made a uh, outfit for a customer, a hit girl outfit. Mm -hmm. And the character has a plaid skirt. And I didn't really want to, I like the way plaid looks when you have the lines overlaying, you can kind of see through some yeah. and then when it, it gets a darker, so it looks like a real plaid material. Yeah. Um, 
And if I'm just going to cut a bunch of strips and lay it on there, that's very, very time consuming. It doesn't have the right look. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent a little bit of time figuring out how to lay plaid stripes on latex. So it, it did take a little while to kind of figure that all out. The, the, uh, everyone kind of keeps everything secret in the latex world. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not a huge community globally. Like right. we all kind of know each other a little bit. Right. So right. you kind of have to keep your secrets to yourself. See, uh, yeah, that was actually something I was kind of wondering because I come from a different business world where, um, you know, where there was definitely like competition amongst ourselves, but like on the greater scale, once we kind of got out of our local market, it became a little bit more collaborative. And I was curious about that with uh, latex because the market is the world, frankly, right? Because it's not a gigantic market. So it um, is, people like to kind of keep them stuff to them, their tricks to themselves a little bit, eh? Uh, on certain things, yes. Um, right. Like making latex sheeting, like figuring out how to paint on it or like right. combine with you are, uh, for a lot, I, I have shared a lot of little secrets with other designers that I know. Yeah. Um, and it's not really stuff that's going to impact my business or change anything or, right. but it, it's nice to just kind of swap ideas or how to do stuff. And, yeah. but yeah, there are, is like a, there are a few things that kind of people hoard onto because it is a specific niche thing mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't really want everyone else to be copying you on certain things. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a design. It's something that's a unique, and at the end of the day, it's like a, it's a business, right? Like no, working with the fabric, like working with latex, What's the general, so let someone that's listening today, I mean, um, Red and I, of course, we wear the stuff and we're quite familiar with it, but like someone that's listening, um, doesn't know latex well. I'm curious about a couple things. One of the things I wanted to ask about is how is t- um, latex typically uh, created? It's obviously not a sewing technique. So how is it, how is it typically uh, put together and pieced together? Um, I myself use a, a, a white contact cement. Yeah. Um, I know other companies have used a silicone cement. Um, I don't, I have never used that. I, I'm not sure how well it works to apply. I mean, I've, I've had to do repairs with outfits using silicone glue. Mm-hmm. And it is a nightmare to clean off and to re-glue because it, it, it balls up. Like it's, it's, right. it's not fun to try and repair those outfits. Right. Um, but yeah, it's all glued together. I do sew my zippers. Okay. Um, I basically sandwich the the zippers in, in latex on the edges and sew it Ooh, okay. um, just for extra strength. A lot of cat suits I've repaired in the past from other companies. Um, that's where the, 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 they fall apart is Weakness, in, the, yeah. in the cross where you get sweaty, it's hot. It breaks down the glue. Yeah. Um, you sweat through the zipper. Like a lot of it, the, the perspiration comes through the zipper a lot, right? Exactly. And it, over time it will, and it can break down right. uh, the glue. Um, yeah. I have found that with, with sewing it, it, um, at least keeps everything in place. So if you do have to do a repair, you're not trying to pull an entire cat suit apart and pull those seams apart and, and mm, stick yeah. it back together. I know like, I mean, I, I mean, the whole thing about latex is tightness and, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not a small person. So when I'm getting into my latex, I'm like a sausage. I'm telling you, sometimes I'm like, oh dear God, let those zipper teeth <laughs> stay together. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's a absolutely. effort when we're getting each other into pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've had the same problem. I, I made an outfit years ago and I couldn't find, or where I was living, I down close to where I was, there was uh, a fabric place and I needed some zippers. So I went and got just some generic zippers. And while I was at Fetish, uh, 
factory in Van- in Florida, yeah. my zippers both broke while I was getting into my outfit the oh. night of the event. Oh. And they, they were shoulder entry. Uh, and so I had to repair the zippers as I was getting ready to go out. And <laughs> basically the little metal prongs that at the zipper stops at the end, I had to like bend those back together and into my skin while I'm kind of like trying not to bleed myself out. <laughs> It, it was it was not fun. I was I I almost lost my shit. <laughs> I know. I tell you sometimes when I've like I've gotten ready by myself sometimes, and I'm exhausted sometimes at the totally. end of it. You're sweaty. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. When I put my my cat suit on, it's a neck entry. Oh wow. I've I, I figured out how because it, it, I can do it in the shower in about twenty seconds. Yeah. Getting into it, and that's I fine. But I don't want to be stopping on. wet. <laughs> You know, I'll sit on the edge of the couch or the bed and I'll, I'll slowly put some water on my legs and get the bottom, bottom part going and then I'll work it up and get top. I'm, I'm pretty good at it now, but the first the first time doing it, I mean, first of all, going through a neck yeah. is nerve-wracking because you're like, please don't break, please don't break. Please don't break. <laughs> and then, you know, you've got to go over your chest and your arms. You're like, that's pretty wide. I just don't understand what the purpose of a, like a neck entry. Like I always- It's hot. It's, I a, just, it's a cleaner look though, Boo. It is. I just, is. I that's, guess- that's- I have them install zippers when I have custom stuff. I'm just like, please put a crotch zipper because I need to piss at the end of the night and fuck. And then yeah. I would also like easy access. I don't care about the look. Most of the people are shit faced. It's dark when you go to these parties. No, no, no. So, it's about the look. It's about being clean lines. I, sure. exactly. I, I personally like a cat suit without any zippers on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have like a, a cod piece that I have in my cat suit. So it's, it's yeah. half attached and there's one snap in, in the crotch that I just, I can un- unsnap to go to the washroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, it's nice not having any zippers. I, none of my pieces have zippers. Like when I'm in that thing, I can't go to the bathroom. I can't fuck what? nothing. I, you guys are more latex. Well, see, I, I, I can go to the bathroom and fuck in mine. Well, at least I can go pee. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's a hole with a little cod piece you know stick over top of my junk yeah yeah and, yeah that works great because it's still i'm practical i don't care what anyone thinks i'm like sorry but i think like i know with you like you you do like i mean um your journey in latex is is fairly new but i mean you enjoy the look and the style absolutely but i think you know there's a power to in that i mean i think like we were talking before and i'm not sure about yourself sean but like for me, it's it's almost more about the look and the, the the dress up and the design, and that's what I really get a lot out of the wearing my pieces. The tactile. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I I I go out to fetish events. Yeah. I mean, partly for the fun of the whole event, but I mean, I like dressing up. Yes. And yeah, the the whole tactile sensation. I'm a very tactile person. I like touching. Like it's very, it's a nice feeling out material to have on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when did you, so you talked about, if we go back for a bit, when your uh, girlfriend got you this job, were you, you really weren't into latex before this, right? And I didn't even know latex existed. Ah, so then. Like, at least as far as clothing went. Right. So did you, you obviously then developed a love or a fetish with it over time. Is that correct? Or? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. Back when I was in school, um, like in home ec class, I always was, when everyone else was making t-shirts, I'd be making a jacket. Um, a, a few years before this whole latex thing, um, you know, I, I made an outfit for Halloween. It was like red. I used like that red, uh, that tablecloth material, that plasticky material. Oh, yeah, yeah. I made yeah, myself yeah. a full cat suit and I went as a devil in the whole bit. Um, yeah. So I've always been interested in fashion. And I thought, you know, 
it would be kind of cool just to have a fashion show like once in your life. Like at this time, I hadn't, I wasn't in the fashion industry at all, had yeah. nothing to do with it, but I've always just been like, that's, that'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm very good with my hands, no matter what job it is. And I just, yeah, I just fell into this and it, it was easy for me to pick up. Cool. Well, and then you were, you were uh, starting to work with it and, and create things. And then I think that obviously probably, uh, it, you know, drove a lot of what you were doing then, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, most jobs, people would get up, oh, I, I got to go into work. I don't want to go into sure. work. Like, I would, I would actually look forward to going into work. Like, oh, yeah. what am I going to work That's on today? Great. New thing. And being basically the entire bondage department, as it were, I could just, yeah. whatever I felt like making, it was like, okay, go tap at it. So, you know, I would develop floggers and strap on harnesses and like all kinds of harnesses and cuffs and collars. And, you just so see it was, it was like a little playground just yeah you know go make some stuff like that's all you should see daddy red here she's just like thrusting her hips get excited <laughs> thinking about <laughs> strap-ons <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean okay so one of the things i like to to bring up and some of the listeners um <clears throat> excuse me you're interested in latex like i love showing latex pe- pieces to people letting them try them on especially like gloves right it's a real thing easy thing for people to try on yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people, one of the things I wanted to kind of bring up is some people say like the entry into it can be a little high because the pieces are expensive. Uh, generally, I think then like if, you know, you go on Amazon, you can find that shit stuff that is pleather is like really yeah. cheap and shit. Cat right? suits easily $800 yeah. to $1,000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there absolutely is. If you are not in the whole scene at all and you want yeah. to try a latex outfit yes you can get online and get a, a very cheap latex outfit from china or someplace else i mean it's it's out there it's generally not going to last you very long it won't fit very well it even when i make custom pieces for people i i'll make a pattern like first of all I'll measure them make a pattern mm-hmm. uh make the outfit to a certain point where i can fit them in it bring them in and there's always usually like a little bit of tweaking here or there. Yeah. For the most part. Um, it's, it's hard. Like I, I have the same measurements as a friend of mine and she's a girl. Like our chest is like the same measurement or like, like, but we are very differently shaped people. Totally. Okay. So even when you send in your measurements to, to get a custom piece made, I've had many customers come in and be like, yeah, I, I ordered this, I gave them all the measurements and it doesn't fit for shit. Like it's, it's very, it's worth the money if you're gonna be doing this a long term. Like you, like if if you have been into Lexx for a while, yeah, it's worth it to spend the money on getting a custom piece done because it's gonna fit you perfectly and it's gonna be well made and it's gonna last a long time. If well, and it's yeah, and it's like getting like a good suit tailored. It'll Absolutely. fit your body best. And I, and I speak from um, experience as a bigger person, right? Like I got different parts of my bodies that stick out differently and tweak differently and short legs and big butt and <laughs> you know, big booty and like, yeah. And then, you know, bigger shoulders, but then it's just like, so it's like, you know, the pieces can be fine, but like, you know, then they're like too long in the legs because I'm a short person. Right. So yeah. yeah or I, I, crotch, I, I, the crotch is too far down and I'm like, you know, that's my problem. My yeah. dick's so big. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know we all have that problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have the same problem with with clothing, even just in the in like the real world. Like yeah. I, I have a tiny waist. I have like you know larger yeah. thighs. I've 
a larger chest like it's 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 kind of like a the a-frame body right um and it's hard to find off-the-shelf clothing yeah yeah i i totally agree and i think yeah for people that are uh, being able to get something custom uh to you but like being able to go to them and get a measure because like you say if you send it in the measurements even then it may not still fit the right way and i mean i think with latex the thing is is it's uh, it's supposed to be stretchy right so you want to yeah. get it that's tight i tell everyone they always say to me when you know i like to order some piece what what place should i order from and i'm like nothing online right now you need to go to a store like yeah. deadly couture or somewhere and try some pieces on you need to know how your body fits in it absolutely yeah there's certain because i'm small chested and there was depending where the pleats were in the dresses i was getting like weird dimples in the the breasts oh yeah I and, yeah the girls are like well you can wear a bra with that and i was like I'm, Whoa! I'm not wearing yes, any okay. bras can we just set the record straight no <laughs> underwear under latex right no. no underwear of any kind that's right i go naked yeah command but no, it just, yeah, it, I can see, yeah, it was nice to try different pieces because I just, my- The only thing I've breasts. heard from, I've had one person tell me that they wear uh, thongs under their cat suit sometimes when we're at a, when we're at a show where we're going to be like a festival, where we're going to be there for like nine hours because there's just a real buildup of sweat and and the pH and bacteria oh. down in the bottom of her crotch and like- I just opened my zipper and let <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it is, uh, it's, it's sweat. You're, it is. It's sweat and it's it just, it's just part of being, it's part of the latex. In fact, I'm starting to enjoy it. It's part of how I feel with the latex and the sweat builds up and it's, you just can't think that you're gonna wear latex and not be sweaty in it, right? I, I am kind of lucky I'm not. I always run cold, so I don't sweat very much. Yeah. yeah. I'm damp like everyone else, but like yeah. I'm not dripping with sweat. And right. It's like right. super hot outside. I find that like I sweat for the first hour, and then you're right, like my body acclimates, uh, acclimates to it. And then you're right, you can get cold, right? Because it's really just you're naked with the thin. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. It takes on whatever temperature the room is. If it's hot, you'll be hot. If it's cold, you'll be cold. Do you cold. remember when we dressed up in latex and went out in the snow for a photo oh, shoot? We're so oh, we're so oh, yeah. cold. We're out there 15 yeah. minutes max. <laughs> when we well, in the wintertime, you're waiting in line for a half an hour and you're like, okay, I have nothing on, but late, like it's cold out here. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> the best, I got to say one of the best scenarios was, was at the Vancouver Fetish Weekend and like at two in the morning being outside and uh, waiting for a cab and it's raining. Yeah, I'm just like I'm in my full suit. I mean, I'm in my full suit, my full hood and everything, hailing down a cab, which was hilarious. But I mean, it felt so good to just have the it pouring rain, and I'm not wearing anything. It was such a cool feeling. Yeah, and you're staying dry. I mean, that just runs right yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what? Are the, okay. So what would you do for? What is your? Um, what is the best way to clean latex? Um, I use a mild hand soap. Yeah. Um, nothing with any perfumes or oils in it. Just a very like. I mean, sunlight works really well. I use soft soap. I've heard uh, like baby shampoo. No, don't okay. use baby shampoo. Um, okay. I had a customer use baby shampoo and it ate all the glue on their zippers. Oh, oh. really? Okay. Yeah. Because um, it does have oil in it. Right. right. So it I had to rezipper that entire cat suit, which 
doing it after the cat suit has been made and is covered in lube. Oh, oh right. What would really be, What is um, um so someone that you know we've talked about that the people need to try stuff on and they need to uh it's expensive but worth it. Um what is some what is a good first piece if someone was gonna come to you and say, hey, I don't know, maybe I like latex. Like what do you think, Sean, is a good first piece? Um booty shorts are good because they're small, they're not too expensive. Uh as like a, a, just a basic skirt for a girl. Um a little crop top or a tank top mm -hmm. uh, and it's good to get uh pieces generally black it goes with everything yeah um and if you like how it feels then you you work your way up to like you know full pair of pants or a full top or you know custom stuff if you you don't want to go in and spend you know eight hundred dollars on a custom piece and realize you don't like wearing this material yeah 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 it's not practical materials, what my other pro dom always says. She goes, I can't wear it. It's not practical. And she no. actually used to work in the fashion industry. <laughs> oh, I, I know some people that wear their little, their little latex pieces and will mix it in with clothing. And work, oh, I work, do. Work, I wear work. like a, a latex black tube top and I wear it underneath my overalls. Yeah. It looks totally West Coasty and hot and fly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And with it being a... Uh, now, like when I started making latex, it was a very underground kind of yes thing. Now it's it's in movies, it's in videos, and yeah, it's, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, people have heard about latex clothing. Yes, do you so like Grimes puts it in all of her music videos? Pardon me, who Grimes? Yeah, it's okay. in like it's like in all of her music videos. Yeah, well, and Miley Cyrus wore that cat suit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fergie's like, milk video or milk. Yeah, yeah, like like so many people wear latex now. It's when I've I tell people, oh, I make latex clothing. It's not like, oh, what's that? It's oh my god, that's 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 really cool. Like, oh my god, like very yeah. few people are actually like, what is that? Right. Whereas yeah. you know, twenty years ago, it was like, whoa, I've never especially with cosplay, right? I know a lot of your bags and stuff. A lot of your stuff kind of has a nice cosplay, like the bright pop colors, like the bright oranges and indigo blues and your your cool little bags too it just instantly like went cosplay in my mind yeah i, I always have been attracted like i'm i'm very colorful like I, my clothing i wear like it's i always have like yellow and pink and blue like yeah. it's yeah. so and everybody makes black latex clothing right. it's yeah. like black i would um, say that's your style when i noticed looking at your store there at your place was the color just really popped i do i do like using a lot of color Mm -hmm. um, and that, that that does set me apart from a lot of other designers who mostly do black or dark colors or yeah. It, so it it's not hard to if you see a, a one of my pieces, yeah, it's they generally are bright. I know, um, but uh, I totally lost track. I thought was um, well. I was thinking like your bags. Yes, I've been doing a lot more of those type of outfits as yeah. well. Yeah, well, it's good having bags because I know when we go to the festivals, the very first time I go to a festival, I'm like. Holy shit, where am I going to put my wallet? <laughs> well, you're carrying uh, everybody I, I, else. I mean, this first pair of uh, latex pants I made for myself, I made this little pocket in the inside of my waistband yeah. just to hold my, my money and some change. And I'm like, I don't want to be carrying anything around. No. Right. And then, uh, yeah, a few, about three, four years ago, I started making, I've been making pouches for a while, but I was like, you know, you still have to have a belt. And I'm like, I need something that just sticks on me that I don't have to worry about. And I started making five pouches. Cool. That's a little pouch with two straps. It's strapped around your leg and away you yeah. go. 
Yeah. And then I started the backpacks and they were a big hit. Awesome. Yeah. Where do you think the latex industry is going to go? Like, what, what do you, what, like, obviously, like we said, it's like more in like pop culture now. Like, what, what is, what excites you about the latex industry right now? Um, the, the uh, laser printing stuff, obviously that, because now you can etch on latex, get mm. patterns and designs on there. Um, it's, uh, I think with it now being so popular, there's a lot of designers making more, I guess, advanced type clothing. Like it's, it's the technology. It, it's yeah, it's like that. And it's, it's more, there's a higher level of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, creativity. Ah. So it's, it's getting like a little bit more, uh, intense, I guess. Yep. Yeah, like it's. I mean, when I started, it was you know a basic black cat suit was like you know oh my god that's a that's a thing like oh my god. Right. Where now is if you have a basic black cat suit, you're like oh okay like that's the right. like <laughs> you know, like you know what you don't have anything inflated and you're not glowing in the dark. And yeah, like, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's it's definitely um, getting more into the uh, a fashiony um, right. Uh, Kind of almost like a Halloweeny type of yes event. Like when I went to Berlin Fetish Weekend, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I, I got to step it up. Like I got to bring right, you know." I, and I'm I'm a designer, but you still you you want to be noticed. Like yes. you go to these huge events, you want to stand out. Yeah, yeah. And being someone that makes latex clothing, whenever I go to an event, like just a regular fetish mm-hmm. event, I'm like, "Oh, I need a new outfit. I I wore that one already." <laughs> 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 yeah so it's you're always just trying to outdo your last big thing yeah I, I i'm loving like you said the inflatables and the really like um where it's like really changing the look of your body um yeah. i really like the, the inflatables and that kind of stuff and the lights and i mean it's so cool yeah yeah i made my fiance a uh a hoop skirt like a few years ago i'm yeah. Um, so I made a carbon fiber ring attached to the skirt. So it was, it was a nice, it was a hard ring. Yeah. And then we filled a bunch of balloons with lights and put that underneath and I had a little LED, uh, e-wire around the outside of the skirt to light up. And it, 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 it's not a crazy outfit, but it's, it attracts a lot of attention. Like you stand out a lot. Yeah, totally. Well, and like you say, like most latexes, you know, most of my pieces are black. I've got some red and then I've got some purples and some other colors. And it's like, man, that's the stuff that I like really like. And then even with the colors and it's a different kind of, which each one sometimes have a different shine to it, right? Or a reflection or yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, you got the, the metallics, the see-through or the transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it all depends on what your mood is too. Like it, it, it changes, I guess, not the way you act, but your personality, your character. Yeah, for me, like I said, a lot of it is the fashion and design, and also I like to take on some different character with it, right? Like it's it, I you know, I for me, hoods are the big part of it. Do you do hoods? I do do hoods, um, mostly for myself. <laughs> um, it's funny. I used to, like when I first got into this, I used to do hoods all the time, mm-hmm. and um, I think just from being out of the industry for such a long time and going back. I had to relearn some stuff just because being out of practice, like like I used to do it every day. It was just common 
you know, common knowledge. But when you leave it for such a long time, you come back, you kind of lose some of your skill right. as far as pattern making and and the sizing and stuff. And you have to kind of relearn everything and and starting my own business, I had to make all my own patterns from scratch. Oh yeah. So it, it takes it takes a while to build up all that all the patterns. And so sometimes it takes it takes a while to just change and alter a pattern because I, I have to make all my regular customer stuff. So I don't have a lot of time to like just run amok and just design new patterns every day. Right. But um, yeah, the hoods, um, it is on my list to make more hoods, but for, for now it's just both mostly me and, and the odd customer that says, oh, I, I, can I get a hood made? Right, right. Yeah. So when um, like the idea of uh, the latex and um, the different creativity and the customs you can do with it, um, if someone's coming to you and, and uh, is wanting something, what is it, what do you prefer? Like what, what is your ideal customer? Um, someone that's not, I mean, it's nice when they come in and they have an idea of what they want mm -hmm. and they're, they have a budget they can actually afford to do it. Yeah. Um, without going, Oh, it's going to cost that much. And it, which is nice. I don't, I mean, my prices, yeah, latex is expensive. Mm -hmm. I try and keep my, my cost down just so people can afford to, to get it, but it, it's a tricky line to yeah. kind of run. Yeah. You need to make money, but you don't want it to be so expensive. People can't buy your clothing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if someone comes to you and they, they have an idea of what they want, they have the money, the budget for it. And you know, you have a little bit of free reign of what you want. I mean, I do always go over it with the customer, what I'm doing so that if they don't like it, I haven't wasted a bunch of time making something they don't want. Right. So I, I, I like it very much when the customer is involved with the process quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Because I, I am a little bit OCD, so I do like <laughs> having all my ducks in a row and having everything just so, and then I can just, and then I can go do my thing and it's, it's, it's a lot easier for me that way. So if, if also too, if someone's listening to this and they want to get into doing maybe their own little pieces and, you know, start with some underwear or, or something like that. Um, what kind of skills should they be looking like? Where should they be looking for skills that they can apply to latex and learn some of this stuff? Um, as far as them making their own clothing? Yeah. Um, first of all, be very patient. Latex is a very finicky material to work with. Mm -hmm. It stretches. So you have to, when you're putting two seams together, mm -hmm. You'll be holding one down with one hand and you'll, you know, lay the other one down on top. Well, you won't realize, but the one you're laying down over top, you're stretching as you're going along. Oh. So you have to pull the bottom one as well so that when they are laid together, it doesn't pull back on itself and cause like a, a weird wrinkle. Ah. It's, yeah. So it's, it, that is probably the biggest thing about making latex clothing is learning how to use both halves of the latex when you're putting them together. That is, probably you're going to be your biggest mm -hmm. uh, thing to get over. Um, cutting, if when you're cutting latex, try and when you're cutting a line, try and do it in one, one cut. If you stop and go back over, if you don't line that cut up perfectly, it can create a weak spot. And when you're laying it down, you pull back up, it, it could tear there. Oh. So it's, I, I would try and make it, 
Yeah, I always try and cut my lines in, in one go. Or if I do, I overlap that little section so that I'm, I don't have a weird little notch in there. Right. Okay. So yeah. like making patterns and stuff. So if they have like a basic in like, like sewing and like pattern making and stuff like that, that's a good idea. Oh, absolutely. Um, the patterns for latex are a little bit different from clothing because yeah. the latex stretches. Um, you don't have much of, as much of a overlap uh, as sewing does. Mm -hmm. um, so you do have to alter your patterns a little bit that and make sure when you're measuring, uh, if, you're, if you're making a pattern for yourself and making something, get someone else to measure you. Right. Don't measure yourself because you'll bend, <laughs> you'll, you'll distort your figure, the, your, right. your body and you won't get the proper measurements you need. Yeah. Right. And as, with latex, it being such a tight, tight fitting material, you want it to be a proper measurement of your body. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Like, let's say my arm was 16 inches or maybe 18. No, <laughs> but like, you know, if my arm is 16 inches around, yeah. like, how do you measure that? You don't go 16 inches because it wouldn't be tight enough, right? No. So what I do, it all depends on where it is on the body and right. what you're doing. Um, certain, so say your bicep, measure up your bicep, say it's 16 inches. Yeah. Um, I would cut the pattern to 16 inches. Um, and then depending on the thickness of the material, you either leave it at 16 inches mm -hmm. because the overlap is a quarter inch. Ah. So it makes it that much smaller. Um, I find with thinner gauge material, you have to take a little bit more off because it stretches more. Yeah. Mm. So it all depends on what gauge of latex you're using for, for one and where on the body it is like around the waist, you can usually take out a couple inches. Right because it's, you want it nice and tight. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, it, it, it really just depends on where in the body it is that you, That's you cool. kind of get used to like when you're making so many patterns, you know, okay, I take out that much there or that much there, extra like with this gauge, it's a little bit more, with that gauge a little bit less. It's just about like trial and error over time, eh? Basically, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if, if you made a pattern of your whole body and you took out let's say a, a half inch around all the, or a quarter inch off of all the seams on both sides of the pattern, it would, it would fit tight. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be baggy or anything. It may not fit perfect, but it'd be pretty, pretty good. Would you say it's an expensive fuck up when someone's beginning to start to make their own pieces? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are starting at home by yourself, it, it can be, I've had, <laughs> I've had, friends and customers that have tried to make latex stuff themselves and they won't even let me see it because they've they've mucked it up so bad because <laughs> um, i thought about making it but i'm like by the time you pay for the sheets and then the the glue and then everything it's just like nah just oh, it. It, it is it at at the beginning you are gonna be paying a, a good chunk of money because you have yeah your latex i mean i most of my latex from the uk so you've yeah You've got the exchange rate plus the shipping. Totally, yeah. Your, your cutting mat, your your cutters, your glue, yeah. all the stuff. Like it, it's a it's a chunk of investment. Right. right off the bat. What you pay for one sheet of latex to ship to Canada, mm -hmm. it's just like fuck it. I'll just go buy it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, and certain companies you can't buy less than five meters. Right. Yeah. So you're like, well, I only need one. Like, yeah. So, Depending on what cup you get from, you can kind of get away with ordering one latex, one one meter. Um, I ordered, uh, I wanted some heavy uh, yellow latex. I had to order a twenty meter roll. 
Cool. Oh. Basically, I had, to, I, had to, I had to order a whole run just to get that because they don't carry, carry that in stock. I guess mm. there'd be lots of yellow pieces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do love yellow, but yeah, that's that's a lot of heavy yellow latex to to just have sitting around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Sean, if people wanted to check out some of your pieces and artwork and stuff, where can they find Sinners and Perv at? Because you don't have a store up yet, right? No, no I'm working on my Etsy right now. I've been, I actually did some work the other day. I'm slowly getting there. Um, and, and then I will eventually have a website as well, which will just basically be like, this is what I have. If you want to buy it, it'll just redirect you to the Etsy. Right. Just for the ease of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, for one, me and tech don't get along very well, so I really don't want to, which is probably why I've been procrastinating because I don't really, <laughs> computers and me don't get along at all. <laughs> um, but right now I'm on, I'm on Instagram. If you want to actually check out my stuff, uh, it's Sinners and Pervs. Sinners uh, and Pervs? Sinners and Pervs. We'll put it in the notes descriptions too. For sure. And I'm hoping within the next week or two, I'll have my Etsy up and running. Yay! You know, everybody, Dave's got his stuff too, his dangerous goods and stuff, his uh, site building too. He's a furniture maker out there and um, does paddles and stuff there in Vancouver. So everybody's getting their businesses up and running. I've had had so many people on Instagram like nagging me, like, where is your Etsy store? Why don't you? I know, it's. Get out of it. Especially I'm I'm one of those people that I like to, to make stuff like. I, if, if you hired me, say, say you had a latex company, you're like, hey, Sean, come on in. I will streamline your operation. I will make everything work perfectly as far as the production side, but don't put me in the office. <laughs> if you need an office assistant, I'm great at micromanaging. I, I, I really love playing office. I, I was thinking about my pro dom stuff, and I was like, there's a lot of office playing and less playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find the, the right balance of online yeah. stuff as opposed to and working stuff. Yeah. And obviously I'm choosing the the customers that are paying me for the stuff right now. Yeah. Right. Of course. I do I mean I, I have a, a, a buttload of stock downstairs mm-hmm. that it's just sitting there because no one sees it right now. There's no right. so it's in my best interest to get my Etsy up and running as, as quick as possible. Well, send us some pictures and we'll throw some on our Instagram when we yeah. release this podcast, send people your way. I'll absolutely do that. Yeah, and that. Um, so is there any, I mean, I know it's COVID and there's nothing, there's no festivals and stuff happening, but any, any cool event or any cool thing where someone might see your stuff coming up or any cool pieces you can talk about? Um, there is nothing like, there is no event coming up. I mean, I'm hoping halloween happens this year i mean oh. it'd be great i i doubt it um yeah. last year i was going to do a fashion show that kind of got kiboshed unfortunately because i was really looking forward to that mm-hmm. um i have a couple customers that have some big pieces coming up soon um they're just basically waiting for better weather to fo- do photo shoots and stuff like that and yeah. um it's that's that's one thing is that I ha- I make a lot of stuff on the down low for customers, and then I kind of wait for photos to come in. And sometimes right. it can take longer depending on the photographer or what right. they've got going on. So sometimes I don't get stuff back for quite a while. Right. So it's it's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's cool. I'm really glad that we got a chance to talk to you. Um, you can, I think you could tell I was pretty excited to listen to it. I was glad that uh, Red said she had a chance to meet you and uh, she's like, yeah, he's going to come on the pod. So I was super excited. And I heard that we took your podcast, Cherry, right? You did. Yeah. I think we're doing really great at that this year. We had Lady Valeska on. We took hers. Like, I think we sh- we got a theme going. Let's just <laughs> take all these with and rip their cherries open. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all too raw. <laughs> by, by me. Flawless <laughs> well, victory. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, just one thing I wanted to go back over. Sure. Yeah. As far as the uh, latex washing and stuff, after yep. you wash the latex, either talk it or polish it. Yes. Otherwise, it will get ruined. It will stick together. It will get sun damaged. Stay away from sunlight. Right. Keep it, yeah, keep it away from the sun and always store it with either the polish or with the powder. Yeah. yeah. And if you are going to go outside in the sunlight, that's fine. Just make sure it is well polished to protect the latex. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Very good. Uh, very good information. And when storing, what you told me, because my translucent piece, when storing, don't have them touching other latex pieces. Yeah. Um, well, not to say, it's, it's mostly the uh, reds and pinks and yeah anything with that kind of a color tone. Um, the reds and pinks will leach out color. So yeah, definitely don't put a red and white piece side by side with yeah. polish. I mean, I, I put all my pieces in uh, like a garment bag. That's what I did when I moved in this apartment, yeah. finally. Yeah. Everything's hung in nice garment bags. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be like the fancy garment bags. That, like, I mean, it could just be Dollar like the, store. the plastic sheeting like that you get like the, the dry cleaner. Yeah. yeah. Just so long as it's not touching each other. And then it keeps it, I mean, clean as well. It's not getting, like, you'd be surprised if you just take a piece of latex out, um, like a, a piece of sheeting and just left it sitting on the on the table, it will dry out uh it'll get dusty it'll uv damage will damage it like it's you'd be surprised how much damage just a piece of latex sitting on the on the counter will totally take over time yeah so make sure you you polish it or or talk it and put it in a bag hang it up in the in a nice dark place not in a sweltering hot place obviously like don't store beside your furnace um yeah i mean obviously you want to take care of it you put a lot of money into it and it will last a long time if it's, it's well kept awesome thank you so much sean for joining us thank you so much for having me on it was a pleasure yeah and we look forward to having you on again and i hope maybe uh i'll be able to meet you soon that would be awesome awesome all right thank you have a good one you too bye-bye bye what'd you think oh great 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 more latex friends for you oh my god i was just thinking oh my god i can't wait to like go there and look at some of his stuff and then I started thinking about all the cool custom stuff I want to do and just then I realized how I don't have enough money for it (laughs) (laughs) yeah when I looked when he said he really didn't know his like niche one thing that sticks out of my mind is the bright colors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like when mm -hmm. I was looking at his store with the bags hanging on the wall and all this stuff he talked about his bag a bit but he didn't describe it what is it like um, well, it's kind of like, um, like the little puffy, well, there's several different kinds, but, um, he makes them in different shapes and like puffy little kid, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. If you're into littlest play, there's a few pieces or mm. cosplay, mm. um, just like, a, even though, honestly, if I was to have a son or a kid, I wouldn't mind getting seriously, like 
honey, I'm going to put your lunch in this cute little latex bag. <laughs> You definitely have not had a kid. It does get stolen. They lose it. They're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna leave it by the playground." (laughs) No, I've I've had children. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they lose stuff all the time. Totally. Yeah, it was really cool to talk to them about, you know, the creativity and where design is going and how he likes to work with his different clients. And uh, and it was really interesting talking about custom because you can order custom online, which you've done. Totally. But he's like, it's just. It isn't the same as not like being measured and well, thinking even, like, of that way. Well, even sitting right? with him when he was repairing my um, cat suit, mm-hmm. it's just being one on one with that person. Like yep, they're yep. there throughout the whole process, right? Like a designer. Right. It's like right. you're from planting the seed all the way till the very end, this mm-hmm. person's throughout the whole process yeah and he told me like with some of the custom pieces that he did like you know when people are getting married or they're working out at the gym and they're starting to design a piece and he still has to consistently like measure them because the body changes Changes. and he has to change the piece oh i know i gotta tell you man like (laughs) you want to ever notice if you've gained weight uh get into a latex piece you haven't worn for six months i know (laughs) like damn it there's a few pieces I've tried, and I'm like, ooh. The thing is so... Gym time. The fit, you know, on latex is so specific, and there's a stretchability into it, but it's like, ooh. Well, like, I used to lift weights. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now my body... Yeah, I know. Well, I was looking the other day, I'm like, Jesus Christ, girl. <laughs> Getting some arms there. Really? No, I haven't been lifting. I've been... Mm. It's, rock climbing season's among us. Yeah, that's true. So it's time. Yeah, it was, it was great to have him on and mm-hmm. have someone on the podcast talk about the whole process of creating and designing latex. Yeah, and how much he was, um, he liked to feed off what the customer does, but also have a amount of uh, interaction. And, and I like how he said he wanted them to be um, involved heavily, which is totally. really cool. I think there are some designers in various types of trades that are like, no, I'm the artist and this is what I'm going to do. But I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Sean, he likes to take on the challenge. Mm-hmm. Like just knowing what him in personal life and mm-hmm. very hands-on, I think well, he looks forward to that. And what I love that he loved latex. Like this is, he developed a love for it by yeah. working with it, right? Totally, and it's, at a really early age right. too. And he's wearing this stuff and uh, uh, going to the festivals and oh my God. Yeah. And he's been to Berlin. He's been down to the one in Florida. He's probably been to Montreal. Like, oh my God, I cannot wait until we can start going to festivals. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, it's been great, everyone. Thanks yes. for uh, listening about our uh, interview with Sean with Sinners mm-hmm. and Perv. And we will put his uh, link in the description. Totally. Check out some of his pieces. He's located in mm-hmm. Vancouver, British Columbia. He did say he was going to put an Etsy store out. So yeah. we can update that info through the podcast mm-hmm. once that um comes to pieces together and stuff and anyone looking for any more uh other designs and clothing they should check out our merch shop totally totally yep and of course sales recently we did and of course there's links they're kind of shy not posting it on instagram (laughs) i know we've got a few people have ordered we have people have bought this stuff and we're like send us your pictures remember if you send us a picture wearing um one of our pieces you will get one free month of Patreon. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it's worth it. Plus, it's fucking cool shit. 
Rep it. Rep it. Property of Madam Red. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out Daddy Red's hot stuff, you can mm -hmm. feel free to check out uh, my links at mm -hmm. Daddy Red uh, at XYZ. And on there is my OnlyFans, Linktree, my porn, all that delicious stuff. All right. Sounds good. And of course, everyone can find me on Instagram and uh, truenorthdom.com for all of our stuff. Sweet. Thanks for joining us. Keep it kinky. Keep it freaky. Bye. Bye.